Have you ever thought that your level of overwhelm was too overwhelming? That no matter how much you have things planned out, that a competing priority always takes over and always seems to win. Today, we are gonna answer the question, how can you take back control of your life when all the competing priorities and agendas take over? The answer is powerful. It involves a pair of socks, and I think it's gonna surprise you. So let's get started. Get ready to experience gratitude for every aspect of your life when you're facing health challenges and in a way that you never thought possible. Welcome to Gratitude Builds Fortitude, the podcast where we optimize gratitude and mindset to create a healthy, thriving body. It's time to say no to that list of three things and yes to gratitude on your own terms. I'm your host, Holly Bertone. I'm a breast cancer and autoimmune survivor turned certified natural health coach. And my mission is to help you optimize gratitude and mindset so that you can transform your overall health and wellness because you deserve love, happiness, and laughter. Hey there, sunshine, and thank you for tuning in today. We just finished up the three-part series on getting started with meditation. And if you haven't had a chance to listen to these three episodes, be sure to go back after you finish this one. And then let me know what you think. Hit me up on uh, Instagram, say hello. And before we get started, I wanna take a moment to thank you for being here and to acknowledge you for taking the time to listen to the Gratitude Builds Fortitude podcast and to invest this time in yourself and your mindset. I know that the journey to better health can be a struggle, and I want to give you a shout out for taking this positive step in the right direction. A few months ago, I was in the middle of a move to a different state. I was juggling a lot more plates than normal between personal stuff and work stuff. The overwhelm and the inability to focus, it was through the roof. And more on that in a minute. I'm a planner by nature. I worked for many years as a project manager in corporate and for one of those three-letter federal government agencies they make TV shows about. It's just, it's how my brain's wired. And to be able to take an absolute mess of a situation and then methodically break it into smaller chunks and then create a process to solve the problem step-by-step. I did it for years in corporate. And now I do this with my coaching clients. And I can tell you, it is much more fun doing it this way than staring at an Excel spreadsheet all day. So back to the situation. And even with everything that I've learned over the years and everything that I teach, I was really struggling with the overwhelm from the move and all the logistics. The level of overwhelm was literally overwhelming. Is that even a thing? I mean, I'm human. It happens to all of us, right? So the project planner in me gets this brilliant idea to help with the transition. So I chunk out the various aspects of my life into different life arenas. So things like the work that I do and eating healthy, daily movement, relationships, all the different things. And I carved out times on my calendar to focus on what was most important to me at this moment in time. The things in life that I really needed to focus on. The absolute 100% priorities in my life. And I even color coded it. I was so proud of myself. And then reality hit. There were way too many external competing priorities coming at me and all at once. You know those automatic tennis ball thingies where the machine spits out the tennis ball so that you can practice hitting it, right? Like I've never really played tennis. I've seen them on movies. I think you can get the idea. And then someone turns the machine up to the max and the balls are just flying out and flying out and flying out like one right after the other. 
And instead of hitting the balls, you're now just ducking with your hands over your head so that you don't get hit by them and you're just like running away. Yeah, that's how I was feeling. So I started focusing on one of my most important priorities on my color-coded calendar. And then there's the external priority that was just screaming so loud. I just dropped one to focus on the other. And then it became this hamster wheel of having zero focus and being completely overwhelmed. The competing agendas totally took over my life. As a coach, I know that one of the first steps that you can do in this type of situation is to take a step back and evaluate and sit in the silence. Listen to what comes up. What came up for me is the fact that this is a stressful and emotional situation that I don't have to do everything at once to give myself grace and to rest when I need to. I acknowledged and I honored that space. I spent more time in meditation and in the silence and yes, even more naps and even more time watching TV because I felt like my body and my mind just needed that extra rest. But even so, after a while, I still felt like I couldn't prioritize anything. And because synchronicity is my jam at the same time, I ended up going through this exercise with my coach and mentor, and there was this light bulb moment. So I took each of the color-coded priorities on my calendar, and then I gave each and every one a rating of one to 10 with how well I'm doing on each of these priorities and activities, like a real honest look from spending time to eating healthy to spending time to meditate or spending time to focus on priority tasks at work, spending time in daily movement, right? All the different areas. Okay, so for example, it's important to me that my first hour of the day is spent in silence and prayer and meditation. I gave it a solid nine because it wasn't an hour every day and that's okay. I was still dedicating time to this every single morning. But here's the thing, the majority of the other areas got fives and below. Here's where it gets interesting. There was one and only one area that was a 10. Can you guess what it is? Just take a wild guess. The one and only area that was a 10. It was laundry day. The numbers don't lie. I'm looking at what I'm calling priority activities in my day. And these numbers are telling me that I'm giving them less than half of the importance of clean socks. Meaning, by my actions, I'm telling my subconscious that clean socks are more important than any other activities in my life that I've labeled as important. I'm telling myself that by rating clean socks as a 10 and giving everything else a five and under, I'm giving this the highest priority of everything else in my life at this moment. Is this making sense to you? So if I'm saying that having clean socks, doing laundry is sacred time, if I am showing up for myself in a 100% capacity to ensure that I have clean socks for the week, then why am I not showing up for the other life arenas that I deem equally important? And quite honestly, things like eating healthy and daily movement and priorities at work, those are a lot more important than clean socks. That was a mind-blown emoji moment for me. And this will forever be known in my life as the clean sock agenda. Once I got it figured out, I couldn't wait to share it with you. Because I know what it's like to have all of those competing priorities 
plus deal with a health challenge and things like fatigue and pain. There's an entire deep dive that I do with my students in my program to help them pace their day and focus on priorities. But my own lesson didn't end there. And if you want to get a little more meta, then keep listening. Because as a gratitude coach and a mindset coach, my mind is in gratitude 24-7. I have literally trained my brain to be in this place. And I realized that this thing that I'm going through, all of this overwhelm from the move, all of the competing priorities, this is actually not a problem. Instead, it's actually a really great learning experience and an opportunity. And I stopped looking at the overwhelm and the competing priorities as a problem and started looking at it as the solution. You see, in life, there's always going to be something that comes up that derails what you've got planned. It doesn't matter what it is. There's always something. I remember years ago at Aiden's elementary school concert, and they had to wear the standard, you know, white dress shirt and black pants. And I asked him if he brought his clothes over from his mom's house, and he assured me that he did. An hour before we were ready to leave, I asked him to get dressed. And he comes downstairs and he's holding the pants and he's like, uh, stepmom, there's mud all over my pants. Can you wash them? Okay, lesson learned. Neither his mother nor I actually verified that his outfit was in good working condition. So instead of making dinner that hour, before we left, the competing priority agenda took over. And my next hour was spent trying to clean the pants so that he could wear them and not look like a hot mess. There's always going to be competing priorities in your life and competing agendas as to what gets the highest priority attention at that moment in time. It's just how life works, which means that you have a choice. You can either be on the agenda of the randomness of life, or you can be on your own agenda. All right, so let's unpack what that means. For me personally, like I said, I acknowledge that place of being in the fields and I allow myself to be there. You can go back to listen to episode 39. It's okay to not be okay, or is it? And when I took that step back and looked at what I was going through with an objective lens, I asked myself, is this necessary or is this an excuse? By the way, that is a really powerful question that you can ask yourself, but only ask it if you are ready for the answer. And I realized that even though I had this nice little color-coded plan, for the important life arenas, I was giving my power and my agenda over to the competing priorities. And guess what? The competing priorities are going to change hour to hour, day to day, week to week, month to month, but they are always going to be there. It's up to me and it's up to you to figure out how to break the cycle and tell the competing priorities that they no longer get to control your agenda. Clean socks are important, but they're not the most important thing in life. You get to have a decision. We can look at this from a level of making an excuse, or we can look at this as an opportunity to learn new skills, to apply in your life on an everyday basis, when life seems to be a little more, and a little more, and a little more out of control. To be able to take these lessons and apply them to your agenda of succeeding in life, even during the tough situations. And what does this bring? More acceptance, better problem solving, and more peace, and more clean socks. 
if any of what I said today resonates with you, if you feel like the competing agendas have totally taken over your life, then I invite you to my free webinar and masterclass, Navigating Difficult Times, where you'll learn how to look at stress from a totally different perspective, to find a new superpower for your health and to gain your energy back so that you can get through the tough times with ease. You can register at pinkfortitude.com slash difficult times. And the link is also in the show notes. And if you're in that place where you're ready to start making some changes in your own life, if you're willing to raise your hand and say, I am ready to do what it takes. I just need someone to help me get there. Then it's time to chat. I'm here to be your gratitude coach and your mentor. And I'm super excited to be on this journey with you. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Gratitude Builds Fortitude. It has truly been my honor to spend this time with you, and I'll see you next week. Can we have some real talk here for a minute, just between us girls? Can we have a conversation about what the end of the day looks like? I'm talking about that moment when you've crossed off all the things on your list. Okay, they're not all completed, but you're done for the day. And when I say done for the day, I mean you are done. And you sit on the couch to actually relax for a few minutes before bedtime. You know that moment of pure bliss when your bum hits the couch cushion and then you sit back in this heap of exhaustion. You pull the blanket over your legs, literally breathe for the first time all day. And it's not, it's not even one minute later. And it's your spouse. Hey, hon, your kid, mom. Or you pick up the phone to scroll on social media and then your boss sends you an email you need to respond to. Or you see something that like, oh, shoot, I forgot to do something that can't wait for tomorrow. And then the dog's doing the potty dance because spouse or kid never took them for a walk, even though you asked them to. And it's that moment that you feel this resentment fill your body. And then you probably feel guilt on top of it because this is the life that you've always dreamed of. You've got a great career and a great family. So you might be wondering. Why do I feel so drained? Why is my life sucking every ounce of energy out of my body? I'm here to tell you that the world is not going to crumble if you say yes to yourself, but you will eventually crumble if you don't. You deserve to take care of yourself and your health. And it begins by saying yes to you which is probably the hardest yes that you're ever going to say. And that's why I created a very special private podcast series. It's called Your Comeback Experience, and it's specifically for you, the woman who has a track record of success in everything that you do, but you are burned out and something's still missing. And somewhere along the way, your health got pushed to the side. It's a secret podcast, meaning it's not public. You need to have an invitation to access it. And I want to invite you. So to get this free private podcast delivered right to your inbox, click on the link in the show notes or go to podcastholly.com. Super easy to remember, podcastholly.com. The link is also in the show notes.